to all you sexy kittens and saucy cats. We're here for our first segment of Curious Kinks. My little solo episode in our series of Babes of Valhalla where I research and report on a kink that I find especially intriguing. But how fun would it be for me to just sit here alone and talk about what I like and what I find interesting? It'd be boring. So I brought with me my lovely partner who does not hold the same level of interest as I do. Where I might be a eight, nine, on the curiosity level, he would be a two. So we're gonna jump into some fetishes that I find fascinating and work through them together. Right, babe? To each his own. <laughs> Great. I'm the lovely Lady Charlie, and this is Babes of Valhalla. Content may not be suitable if you are underaged, closed-minded, or immature. We discuss topics that are graphic and sexual in nature. So, I want to talk to you about Vor. And I know you already know a little bit about Vor. We've talked about it before. <laughs> but it's something I find very interesting. Um, just because Vor is the desire to or to be eaten whole or to eat somebody whole and that is something you can't physically do you can eat somebody in pieces but you can't like consume their entire body in one piece so it's an interesting fantasy because there is no way to actually live out your fantasy unless you're living it through like artwork or erotica or other forms of like created content you can't like go to a BDSM dungeon and actually get eaten in one piece. Yeah, I mean, like, I, that's interesting. I, yeah, I, I, I feel like I would, I'm sure that there are some who maybe probably don't like the idea of being considered cannibals. You know, it's probably not a polite thing to say, that, like, is this cannibalism or is it for? Are they different? They are. They are different. They are different. But are I they mean, considered there's cannibalism? crossover. So, well, yeah. I mean, it is difficult. So that actually leads into our next section. I'm going to teach you a little bit about vor. You ready? Yeah. So yeah, there's okay. soft vor, which is about like devouring somebody whole. But a lot of times in soft vor, they it's it's not about like killing them. It's about this like the fantasy of them like living inside of you. So like you're like you're engulfing them. You're not eating them versus hardvor which is more about like digestion it's more about like oh i'm like crushing their bones up in my mouth and swallowing them and they're dying in my fluids in my stomach that's it reminds so, me of joseph campbell it's like very like mythological like like you know like the image of a woman or like the the woman as a deity is like is the one who takes in the spirit of the man and holds them in her womb you know like it'd be yeah. like there's a lot of myths that's that evolve kind of, around that's that. kind of vor actually yeah it's kind or of american funny. gods there's the goddess who like consumes people like through her vagina yeah that which, is vor yeah like i just want to feel completely cradled and i'm mm -hmm. sure there's something to that i mean it's interesting and you know this one i can i can understand the intention behind yeah definitely not into eating people but yeah, well, there's also, yeah. so another aspect which can play into this is 
a lot of times like if you're look so I looked up a lot of um like vor erotica and a lot of them are labeled as fatal or non-fatal so Mm. that also plays into like soft or hard fatal or not non-fatal it also varies from like whether you're considering it from the predator or the prey like you said like if you're looking at from like oh i really want to be cradled you're probably thinking about it from like the prey's perspective as like you are the one being consumed or do you want to be the one who's like holding do you want to be the predator i disagree with that taxonomy that doesn't make sense <laughs> that is what they say that is I, what they know, use whatever i feel like if i was in a war i feel like predator and prey does not compute it's like you know it's like you know like i mean i guess guess i guess you're eating but yeah, like but, that's but i think use. i think it's more of like the synth it's like a symbol of being consumed or being like like well right but like in the animal kingdom there's those who there's eat an, and those yeah. are who are eaten and that's usually related to predator and prey okay right yeah yeah, yeah? true, true. <laughs> yes it's are you a bottom or a top it's a different way of saying the same thing. Yeah. Sub, dom, predator, yeah. prey. It's it's who is, what side of the story They're gonna make it more cannibal. are you identifying with? Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about was that uh, vor covers more than just eating orally, you know, or consuming orally. As you kind of, we talked before about vaginally right so the idea of taking things into you which has a term that i'm not fond of it's called unbirthing or unbirth um and then there's also anal of course if it's a sexual orifice it's included you don't really see other orifices like crawling in their ear there might be some like that but most of them are related to like the sexual orifices like generally where would you put something for sexual pleasure? And very few people are like, stick it in my ear. <laughs> well, this seems like, I feel like this is, could be something new for you. Like, you could be the first one to write vor fiction about putting me up your nose. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be into that. Putting you up my nose? Yeah. I think I would like that only because I know how much you wouldn't like that. Yeah, exactly. That'd be funny. You're very predatory in that way. I was going to read you a couple short pieces a couple paragraphs from uh three different vor erotica that i read i read more vor erotica but these were kind of the ones i whittled down because i feel like they kind of stretch over like from the predator's perspective from the prey's perspective and then we also have soft and hardcore vor right so that's fun oh another thing before we get into it is I found that um, furry, furries play like um, a huge role in war culture. And I think that's probably because it's already in that world of like fantasy, right? Like furries, you can't physically be a wolf, but you could have fantasies about a wolf. So I think it's, it's like, it makes sense that a lot of these, these fantasy um, fetishes end up kind of coming together. Is there a kink out there that doesn't exist on deviantart.com? So one of the stories that I'm reading to you today is a furry story as well. Cool. So when you're like, wait, why are they animals? That's why they're animals. Let's start with soft. I'm going to start with soft. Okay, you're going to, okay. We're going to ease you in. Thanks. Yeah. I was going to say go hard. No, no, no. We're going to, we're going to start soft. Okay. Okay. So to give you just like a little lead in to our story so you're not completely like, where did this come from? 
Um, this book is called The Billionaire Dragon Secretary. So it's about a businessman who is actually a business dragon. He's a dragon. He owns a business. Oh, classy. He's a billionaire. He's a billionaire, and his secretary um, is, like, really horny. And he wants to eat her, but he wants her permission to eat her, and she's not ready yet. So there's, like, a lot of, like, foreplay, like, leading up to him wanting to eat her and her still being like, no, I'm not ready. Like, one day I'll be ready, but I'm not ready yet. Oh, what a tease. Yeah, I know. Okay, so here we go. Like, so you can only eat someone once. Yeah, because in in this one, this one it's fatal. Oh, it's fatal. This one's fatal. So once she's eaten. It's not hard. It's definitely, well, I guess it's I mean, it's fatal. But it's not. pieces? No, he would take her in one whole piece. But she'd be like orgasming the whole time. I don't know. Okay, maybe I don't know. This one was, came, this one said it was soft because it doesn't describe her like in his stomach. But it is fatal. But it is fatal. So, soft, fatal. so maybe it's hard. Anyway, I'm going to just read it to you. And then okay. we'll do the other soft one. Okay. And then we'll do the hard one last. Okay, here we go. So his name's Mr. Stone. And her name is Jane. Just, just for reference. I want, he said, to eat you. I know, Jane said, but... Dot, dot, dot. Mr. Stone opened his mouth wider. His tongue slipped around her back and began to pull her forward towards the dark, warm moistness of his throat. Jane let him turn her over this way so that she lay sprawled across his tongue, feeling it flexing and turning, caressing the whole front of her body from face to her toes. Her breasts rippled with the motion. Her pussy tingled and ached drenched in her own moistness and the hot oil saliva of the dragon. Are you feeling it? Hot. Yeah, okay, good. (laughs) She felt ecstasy building again along with the creature's desire for her. The immortal creature of endless power and unfathomable wealth could have anything it wanted, but it wanted most of all was her body. Mr. Stone, please, she managed, but her cries turned to moans. The tongue curled up between her legs, caressing her back and licking her forcefully, driving her ever closer to coming, even as it slowly pulled her back, back into its mouth. Jane could feel her boss's breath growing hotter. He wanted her so badly, he could barely stand it. And all she wanted to do was relax, enjoy his expert work on her, and let him take her. Down into him she would go, into perfect darkness, where she could join with Terry. Oh, Terry died earlier. He was also eaten. Where she could join with Terry again and ride him until the ultimate finish took them both away. I'm so confused. It's fantasy. Yeah, but she said said earlier that, like, he could have anyone... So he's having her, but he already had Terry. Yeah, but Terry, like he, Terry wasn't special. He just like ate him because he he didn't but he, satisfy Jane. So he was like, oh. But he has to eat again. It's not like you no, have but to like, eat once. but like, but like, everybody else is like just a meal. She's like dessert, a, a prize dessert. She's like a Michelin star dessert, and not a really tiny one. 
not a one spoon dessert like it's big she's not a moose bouche she's not a moose bouche dessert she sounds like a moose bouche no she's not she's everything in one bite okay good point that's a moose bouche okay shut up okay <laughs> this is the important part this is the important part this is she would be with mr stone forever hmm hmm but she would be dead yeah, but that's that's not the point. The point is that he's like consuming her and she becomes a part of him. That's like the, that's like what the the desire is. Is like is like she's going to die in blissful ecstasy and like sh- from her end and from him his end sh- they both like the idea that he she will be a part of him forever. Are you feeling it? I mean, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, like it was, it was like the it was beautifully written. It felt like erotic fiction. Well, it uh, was. It, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it absolutely was like okay. So, I can see, you know, it sounded sticky. It's a short novel, and it ends with her still being like, "I'm not ready yet, but one day, one day, Mister Stone," and then she winks at him. She does. I read it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Our next one is definitely soft, non-fatal. Um, it is furry. So it is about a boyfriend and girlfriend. I already know this is going to bug you because they are not the same size in real life. But in this novel, they're the same size. But just go with it. So one's an iguana and one's a dog. <laughs> And he's like a German ship. I already see you being like, but it's blizzard is not the same size. Yeah, but I'm, I'm really confused. Shepherd. Do they walk hand in hand? Yes, like... they're like anthropomorphized, so they're like both the same size. They walk like people, but they look okay. I'm, like they have I'm the just face imagining of a... two people in furry outfits wearing one's an iguana and one's a one's a dog. German German shepherd. shepherd Got yeah. it. The story is called and I like this. Um written by somebody who does like almost only vor and fetish writing called the wolf and they're all furry so this one uh the girlfriend has been wanting to like live out her fantasy of like her pretending to be a dragon and her boyfriend the german shepherd is a knight and she wants to eat him and in this reality she can eat him whole and he'll stay alive inside of her until she's ready and then she just opens her mouth and he climbs out. Yeah, of course. That's how it works in this one. So I'm going to yeah. read it to you, okay? I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. That's how it works in this one. They He was already kicking up a perfect storm inside of her, letting out muffled screams and making her blush and pant at the mounting pleasure. She took a moment to look at the clothing and armor piled in disarray on the floor, all of it adding to the fantasy until she rolled over and sprawled on the bed. Her huge belly wobbled and bulged as the German shepherd kicked, thrashed, and begged inside, giving her the full fantasy of a doomed meal, meeting his end in the mighty dragon's stomach. Katie's claws rubbed and stroked all over her belly, moaning as the pleasure of being so bloated washed over her. (laughs) hot no (laughs) no 
And I would say I would say the last one because it's like if you don't if you're not attracted to vor, the idea of just like a sensual mouth experience is one thing, but this is like going full vor where it's like the experience of like having something inside of you is what's sexy. So I think that might be harder for somebody who doesn't have that fetish to like connect to. Uh yeah, I mean I was just imagine like it's just hard because it's just I still I'm still just imagining like which one was a dragon? Like, I heard a dragon. She was a, a lizard. You said dragon. Though. It's you, a dragon. Remember I said she was cause. She's like, she's like living her fantasy of being a dragon. Oh, so the iguana wanted to be a dragon. Yeah. Well, that iguana's, you know, for once in its life getting to be a. Yeah. Okay. That's and good at the end the of the, at the end of the book, she just like opens her mouth and he climbs out and he's like, oh, babe, you're so sexy. I love you. This is how it ends. More or less. <laughs> and then they have sex. Fun. Fun. Awesome. The last one we're going to do is, um, let's see, I have it. The last one we're going to do is called Permission to Feed. This one is hardcore, definitely fatal, from the perspective of the predator. This one has a really great setup. This girl and her friends are hiking in the mountains and her friends are like, oh, haven't you ever heard of that urban legend we have about this, like, monster that, like, lives up in the forest? And the girl's like, no, I haven't. And they're like, oh, it's because you're new to this town and you don't know about, like, the local myth. And then you realize that the reason why she's never heard of it is because she is the monster. Dun, dun, dun. She's the monster. Oh, yeah, so when they go up into the woods and they're, like, hiking, she's like, oh, I have you here all alone. And then she turns into the monster and starts eating them. Ew. So this is kind of vor and also kind of, like, monster erotica. Ready? Uh, yeah, yeah. So this is, this is her last kill. She picked up the frightened girl in her hand, curled her tongue around her body, then slowly pulled her into her mouth. And as Cassidy had hoped, Amy fought her every step of the way just like Josh had, except Cassidy did not want to punish Amy. No, Amy was giving her everything she wanted from the day she had first laid eyes on the girl. She held her in her mouth, feeling her, tasting her, before leaning back and swallowing her prize. Amy went down her throat slowly, gripping whatever slimy surface she could. Cassidy opened her mouth, and Amy's final shriek and cries emanated from her throat before the opening closed, Cassidy lay on the ground of the clearing, imagining Amy lying in a pool of blood and guts, dissolving slowly into the body around her. Soon the four of them would become one, fused into Cassidy's very own flesh. She lay back in the grass, pleased with herself. That wasn't as gory as I thought. Yeah. I was expecting like a horror movie, like a cabin in the woods or something like... It's not. It's not gore porn. Yeah, like. But like, I guess. I guess when it's hardcore, it just means that like they're dying. Right. It's like, not like oh, I'm just gonna go live in your tummy I'm and just then come out. Catching a theme here where it's like about becoming one. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, which you know I have a solution. You could just um, you know just become super you know zen and just realize we are already all one that's not honey that's not how fetishes work there it, it's it's fetishizing how to become one with a sexual twist and that doesn't include meditation 
no meditation. No, like we're all still, we're all already stardust. So like we started out as one. Yeah, you can have that in your like normal life, but this is about like what gets you off sexually. Last thing I wanted to do is I wanted to play a game with you. Are you ready? Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Let's go. All right. What do I do? Pick soft or hardcore. Vor. I don't don't know. Hardcore. Hard. I want to hear about limbs being chewed on. Okay, so hard. Then fatal or non-fatal. I guess it'd be fatal. I mean, I want them to be living. So can we do non-fatal hardcore? Like they just get their arm ripped off and chomped on while they watch. Okay, you're sick. Hardcore, non-fatal. Yeah. I don't know if that's... And then do you want it to be from the predator's or prey's perspective? Definitely the prey. Okay, and then pick an orifice. Oh my god, anus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to come up with really short scenarios. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh Wait, we come up with a scenario? Yeah, we're going to do it. Does it have to be a furry? No. Okay. It doesn't even have to be a monster. Okay. Okay. But I mean... I'll go first. Okay, you go. So uh, Hillary and Janet had been on the same cheer team for two years now, and they were best of friends. But what Janet didn't know is that Hillary not only loved her, but also kind of hated her as well because she was just, Janet was just so good, so good at everything. And she like loved her and hated her and wanted to be her, but also wanted to take her down. And one day behind the bleachers, they were playing around and uh, Janet tripped and fell and, and hurt herself. And in that moment, Hillary looked at her and she just saw this weak, tiny creature and something awoke inside of her and she (laughs) 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 she just went on over and snapped her arm broke her bone and delighted in hearing it break and janet was just like oh my god what are you doing hillary and hillary just said shh don't talk it's okay and all these emotions of love and hate and wanting all came together in one and she pulled down her panties her little cheer uniform still intact and just started slowly shoving janet's arm up her anus (laughs) okay so janet screamed she was horrified. What are you doing? No, Jan- no, Hillary, no, no. And she just, she just, what, Hillary just went into another headspace. She was, her head was swimming. She was euphoric, feeling her, her butthole slowly consume Janet's arm. It, it, it writhed, sucking it further and further inside of her body. And it got to her elbow, then to her shoulder, and then all the way up to her neck. And in that moment, Hillary knew she would have to fully consume Janet. She reached down to either side of her butthole, stretched it open, (laughs) and started wiggling it over Hillary's face. 
It's kind of it's kind of cool. Kind of like this story. You like the wiggling movement. I like it too. And yeah. oh, but here's a good part. Ready? Yeah. From inside her body, Hillary could feel the lack of oxygen as it squeezed Janet's body, and she could feel the pressure from Janet's breathing inside of her. Like like she was stuck inside a balloon. She continued all the way up till she had shimmied down to Janet's feet. But at that point, there was nowhere left for Janet to go. Hillary was completely full. Her stomach bulged, her bowels full of cheerleader body. And the only thing she could think to do was remove the feet. How else was she going to fit the rest of her body inside? So in a rage, she snapped the feet off at the ankle, shoved the rest of Janet's body inside of her, and laid down Janet, still living inside of her. There. I fit all the We did say partial. Yeah, yeah, that was non-fatal. She's still alive. Partial, yeah, but you She could, like, put food up in there. Yeah, She could feed her. She could be like a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, she just like, nobody knows where she went. And the whole time, Hillary will always know. But she's bleeding out in there, you know? She's like, fine. Don't you know that stomach juices cauterized are like, the room? She's yeah, not yeah. in her tummy. Yeah. She's in her bowels. And it's fantasy, so she's fine. Okay. She's just living up there. Yeah, that's true. I think that was pretty good. Yeah, no, that was good. That I, was really good. Yeah, that's like a... I think that was a good on-the-spot, hardcore, non-fatal, prey perspective. Oh, mine was from the Predator's perspective. Yeah. Damn it. I got to do them from the Prey's perspective. Damn it. Okay. But we'll do vaginal, and we'll do softcore fatal, because you gave me the opposite. Softcore. Which is kind of like the uh, the dragon one, right? That's softcore and fatal. It was very love and sensual. But it wasn't fatal. Oriented. But if she, she but if she if he did eat her. Like Terry. She like he ate that Terry. episode wasn't fatal. No, but the guy got eaten earlier in the book. So if anyone And he dies, died. Then So the Vor is fatal, but that episode wasn't fatal. It was just it was just like foreplay of fatal. Well, I didn't read you the whole book. Oh. It, it's a short book and earlier in the book somebody does get eaten alive and dies. That's good. Soft core, fatal, prey, vaginal. Jim arrived. He was so excited. It's been two months now. Him and Lisa have been on eight dates now. It's been it's been slow at first, but gradually he's he thinks that she's warmed up to him, and they planned on going to the the movie. At first, he really wanted to take her to a restaurant so he brought flowers and wanted to surprise her he got to the door and he knocked lisa seemed excited but she had done something extra sweet she'd actually remembered that the next week was his birthday and already had made him a cake so he decided that he would go in his little puppy dog tail wagging oh, he this entered is, the this <laughs> furry. oh this is a surprise so wait what is she 
a skunk. <laughs> so it's puppy dog and a skunk. Anyways, he wa- <laughs> Jim goes inside and she made him a special, a special cake. She even musked it with her little skunky pheromone just to just to give him a little bit of that extra little essence. <laughs> he took a bite and he loved it. It was great. It was so wonderful. And she said, thanks. I, I'm glad that you liked it. You know, I just wanted to make sure that you got to enjoy something before I got to enjoy you. Jim got confused. Oh, shit. He had no idea what was going on. She, I don't know what's going on. She, <laughs> Lisa walked slowly over to the table that he sat with his empty plate of cake in front of him. And she, she sat on top of the plate, just plopped right down. And she already didn't have pants on because she's a skunk and she doesn't wear pants. So he just saw her throbbing vagina uh, lay yeah. in front of him. And she grabbed his face and shoved it inside her vagina. He could feel the wet slipperiness. (laughs) (laughs) This is so outside of your character. (laughs) (laughs) It took it took a while. Each each labia had to go over one part of his face. It kind of slipped like a snail. Like a no. (laughs) (laughs) He just felt, you know, he could only get one part in at a time. She, he felt oxygen get harder to breathe as as he was trying to breathe through the little bit of of a cavity that he could make by opening his mouth really wide and he gasped gradually he didn't he was just amazed because every moment just just kept slipping further and for wait was this full fully uh, I said, I think it's just fatal right uh soft core fatal but i don't know if you can do soft and i feel like it's really hard to do soft yeah so what makes it soft how do i make this soft where he's already in where do we go what do we make it soft it was kind of forceful so it's not consensual you I don't know. know. Just finish your story and we'll call it. It'll be fine. Okay. Okay. It might not. It might be harder to match all the things because we're not as familiar with each category. While inside, although distressed and shocked, he was slightly at peace with the idea of maybe becoming one with this sultry little skunk who actually has a very big vagina. <laughs> 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 that's beautiful so it just goes to show that anybody could understand a fetish so outside of where they would i won't say i understand it that's <laughs> wrong i don't i there's i respect the community but i will definitely say that it's much denser than i could possibly understand without doing a lot of reading um i will respect it enough to say that i don't understand it but so i'm here to do the reading (laughs) and you're here to do the listening yeah and together and sometimes separate we're gonna work on uh curious kinks (laughs) tasty snippets read from the billionaire dragon secretary 
by J.D. Nelson, A Night Like This by The Wolf, and Permission to Feed by Nikki Reed. And if you'd like to follow us, you can check us out on all the social medias at Babes of Valhalla. If you have your own interesting stories, comments, ideas, please email us at babesofvalhalla at gmail.com. Until next time, stay nasty. Babes of Valhalla is written and produced by the Babes of Valhalla, otherwise known as your illustrious lieges, Darby and Charlie. Music provided by the musical genius, Gemini Genesis.